0: Good evening, everyone. Um, What are we drinking tonight? Brent, let's start with you.
1: So I'm in my truck. It would be slightly less boring than my usual water. I have a Slurpee. It is root beer and cream soda. Excellent. Um, How about you, Craig?
2: So I am uh, just finishing up a uh, clothing optional session IPA, and and I'm going to start in on a Moosehead Radler after that.
0: The um the clothing optional sounds um, quite a lot like um your attire in your um live streams. Um <laughs> it's, ha- oh,
2: go on. It's hot.
0: <laughs> it's actually starting to get a bit cooler down here now. Um we um I have my thermostat set to eighteen Celsius and it's very nearly come on a couple of times and I think it's probably gonna come on um over the course of the weekend. Um Chris Greenland, what are you drinking this evening?
3: Sorry, I'm just trying to get the image of Craig not wearing pants out of my head. Um, I am, it's hot here too. It's 85, which is touching 30, so I am literally sitting in my pool drinking tequila. Uh, I've got Corazon single barrel reposado with me tonight.
0: I have a bottle of um, um Malbec, which is okay. It's not fantastic. With fa- probably the fact it's still quite cold from um, being in the car. It's probably not helped the situation. Um, but um, it will certainly do for this evening. So... Um, we have had our first weekend, our first first weekend, first first event of the Zwift Racing League, and results have now all been compiled and they are available on wtrl dot um, And I, th- I think um, all of us had a lot of fun on on the first course. So that was a um, a TTT of the wattopia's waistband, and there was definitely lots of um, heavy breathing, um, lots of nasty red patches on um, doing some pulls but um, I I think um, we all rather enjoyed it.
1: Today always good fun so it was all good for us. I I am remarkably impressed by how obvious your pulls are compared to looking at my chart. James, it blows my mind.
0: Welcome to being 68 kilos my friend. So so, um, to put it into context, so Brent's probably happily um, chugging along around about 310 watts. Um, For me to do my pulls, which would do around about 350, that's five and a half watts a kilo, (laughs) which is why my pulls look quite so pronounced. Um, But but what what I want to know and try to understand is how the living hell did Chris Greenland have an average of 3.3 watts a kilo?
3: Well, cause I'm 84 kilos. That's
1: why <laughs> <laughs> it was a very flat course.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. If you look at raw
0: Watts, I'm up there. Um, and how about you, Craig, um, how, how did your, uh, cassowaries get on?
2: So we did pretty well. Uh, it was, uh, it, it was going to be interesting because, uh, two of the six had never done a TTT before, but, uh, we had a lot of fun and, uh, definitely, uh, big thanks to uh richard Hay for uh bringing out the uh the silky ds voice <laughs> and uh, and keeping us going superb
0: um so this coming tuesday we have a round two which is our first points race um and so we have the rarely raced i think um i, I did like a recon ride earlier today and I, I think it's probably the first time i've ever done it it's the um Figure 8 reverse routes in Watopia. Um, so figure 8 is a relatively common route, and it's a fantastic points race, but we're doing this one backwards. So what that basically means is um, we will do the reverse sprints followed by reverse hilly KOM, which is uh, Steve Pritchard's favourite um, favorite climb in the entire world, um, followed by the forward sprints and then the forward KOM, um, and you hit four K when at nineteen K we still eleven kilometres to go. But essentially, um with the ZRL points races, so do not ask me to tell you how many points are available because I cannot remember for the life of me, but um you score points for being first over the line on all four of those segments. And if you happen to have one of the ten best times on any of those four segments, you will also score um, fastest through segment points. So, Because it's only a single lap, I think there's going to be a safe assumption, apart from any sort of um, tactical madness, um, that the people who get the first over the line points are probably going to score the majority of the fastest through segment points. Craig Martin
2: discussed. And the last time you were I about that. Um. Definitely, almost definitely not on the sprint. Um, I mean, it might go that way on the sprint, but I, I would say probably not. Um, and, I mean, it's always possible that, somebody's, that somebody that's been dropped is, is able to absolutely hammer that uh, KOM, the KOM forward especially, or even the KOM reverse. Um, one of the really interesting things on this one is, because uh, we talked uh, about the... Um, the seaside sprint finish, which is basically it's the reverse sprint, which yeah. is the first prime, and it's so close to the beginning of this. With that, uh, the big, the biggest roller in the uh, in the S is followed by the sprint. Um, it, it's possible that the you know there, there's a pretty small or yeah, there, a lot of people are going to get dropped at that point. It's um, it, it's going to be a tough one.
0: I think from from my point of view, I can't see anyone who's not in the front group setting the fastest three segment times on anything, other than hilly forwards. So first sprints, you're going to have the fastest pace at the front of the race and probably the best sprinters. Um, yep. Hilly reverse, there, there's too much downhill, flat or low um, incline for it not to be um, a, a big draft climb. Um, and, and I think the powerhouses will do well there as well. And I think very similar in the, uh, the forward sprint. Um, Hilly forwards is just hammer the living hell out there. And th- there's not really anything in the way of a draft. I think it'll average around about 8%. Um, and you, you definitely, there are there are parts in there around about 12%. Um, so I, I think that's probably the the only one where someone not in the front group might have a chance to fast, fast through segment?
2: I think it depends on the race, James. Um, de- definitely you need to be in a group for the sprint forward, but the sprint forward I think could definitely have somebody from the a, a group that's not the front group um, set the fastest times.
0: I think also on that one, Craig, um, sprint forward's so about 350 metres. If you're not in the front group and you've been recovering the entire race, then actually, yeah, that's fair enough. You, you probably could have a really good shot at that and perhaps get yourself one of the fastest 10 times.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's, well, if you're dropped on that first sprint, it's, uh, yeah, recover for the second sprint and Hilly KOM. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's the crypt notes if you're dropped on the first sprint.
1: Yeah. I think it's always good to remember on those the two hilly KOMs that these are the like best segments for the like come from the back of the pack to finish at the front, get a fast time segment, right? Like, especially that hilly reverse segment. I mean that's the game is to get as far back of the pack as you can, come through on the hill, sit in for the rest of the KOM and then sprint out the end and you'll be like, you know, you'll get really high up in the fastest time through and then close to the front at the first cross.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think what's interesting about this course as well is so the, the last of the um, the primes or preems um, for Dan Prezerosa and Dan Prezerosa only, um, that's at 19k. It's a 30 kilometre race. And once you have um, done hilly forwards and done the descent you probably still got 8 or 9 to go and a lot of that last 8 to 9 8 to 9 kilometers is actually on on a slight downward slope um so obviously that that will um definitely favor the heavier riders um and, and then you have a a finish with um a little 3 to 5% climb out of the tunnel where the, there will be a kick followed by um what will be a fairly intense sprint at the end. So, um, I think it's going to be a fun race. And uh, Switch to Chris Greenland. Um, Chris, um, any of these seconds in particular that is a, is a favorite?
3: I do like the, the reverse KOM. Um, as far as KOM goes, it's, it's suited for me. It just has that one pitch at the start And the rest of it's just rollers, so I can draft most of it. Um, I think in our league especially, there's a lot of big Watt Monsters, so I don't think I'll be contending for any of the sprints. But I'm with Craig on this. It, It very much depends on the race that you're in. There's a couple of points before that first sprint where it could break up. You have the long drag out of downtown, some of the rollers, especially that final one. So in my mind, yeah, the front group's collecting all the fastest fastest through points for the sprint and the KOM but again it's it's very very dependent on who you're with and the tactics.
0: Yeah absolutely Um, and we will move on to the Herd Winter Racing League which has already happened Um, and Chris and Brent have already um, raced in the first event Um, We'll be covering the, uh, the second event uh, with live commentary, either today or yesterday, depending on what time you might happen to listen to this. And if I've recorded it at all properly, and that will also be really nice if that happens. Um, however, um, we have a single app of the two thousand and nineteen UCI World Harrogate Circuit, um, which is oh, here's a test fourteen k. 13.8 kilometers um, with 240 meters of elevation gain and Chris and Brent it's quite bouncy yeah
2: and Craig
1: it right yeah oh Craig didn't I did it. sorry
2: in fact I was I think I was with Chris for a good chunk of that
0: yeah yeah we were together sorry uh, I, I was so I was so confused by Craig racing on a Friday I completely forgot that he'd actually done it <laughs>
2: I ahead. used to before we before we started doing the uh, before I started doing the video for the live streams I, I did race race two which was then race, race one, one yeah. uh, quite a lot actually fair enough so
0: um, guys um, talk me through the start so we, we go out the pen usual start then we turn right turn right and then there's a lovely little um, grind up Otley Road
3: yeah start with a little more team has it As you noted, James, because people are just bracing themselves for Utley. And then compared to when we did this in HSRL, right? Didn't we do two laps of this not too long ago? Or three laps? Whatever it was. Um, It made a big difference having the A group with us because I let them go pretty early. Brent, you were able to stick with them, which I thought was awesome. Um, But I had to let them go early.
1: Yeah, it it was about 30 seconds more and I would have been off the back too, but... um, I just, I was right on the back of it as we came across the top into that little dip before we hit the back, and I managed to kind of slingshot off that little hill back into the group, basically, so nice. got just enough, just enough, because uh, you guys were saying about thought to start with pedestrian, I must have been too far back of a pen, because I felt like it was right off the gun, giver. I wouldn't
2: say it was pedestrian, I was afraid no. it was going to be worse, yeah. I think, is more uh, yeah. more, uh, yeah. more the, uh, the the way that went.
3: Yeah, It was low fours instead of high sixes for me, which is a big difference in yeah, Swift racing. Definitely.
0: Um, so we get to the top of Otley Road and we hang a right. And then after a little bit more climbing, we start to head downhill. We go down past Putback Wall, um, which uh, maxes out around about 22%. So you're hitting fairly good speeds there. Before, we um, climb a tiny little bit um, before a um a a good downhill section over river and then we hit the um forwards yorkshire kom and how was that guys
1: hard
2: <laughs> yeah I yeah that, I that, that's that's always a hard climb um so i mean so chris and i were in what i think at the time was the second group and became the third group when the front group split on the climb um, yep. and, uh, yeah, we were, uh, I don't think we went, actually, you know what? I don't even know how fast we went, but it didn't feel ridiculous. So that's, yeah, that's that.
3: Yeah. I was yeah, going to say was, the same thing. It, it, we didn't go crazy nuts on that. Um, felt reasonable.
1: Uh, yeah, I, the fast group was fast. I mean, I, I was hoping there'd be, like, kind of a split at, like, the 10th-ish place, and we get, like, a 10-20 group, but it wasn't split till, like, 16. So I was in, like, the 16 to 20 group.
0: So Ooh. once we get to the top, we've got the nice little descents back down, and then we hit the roundabout turn left, and then we've got a lovely 10% ramp, which everyone always enjoys, um, before we go through the sprint banner um, and around the rest of the the mini loop before we turn left at a roundabout and then we've got a right hand turn before another 10 percent ramp and then you can see the finish line however you still have 400 meters to go and the gradient is probably around about two percent so it's not a particularly nice finish if you decide to go early it's going to be very very painful
2: as I learned again. <laughs> I've never learned that
1: lesson either, Craig. I had my feather, like, oh, a feather, got to go early. And I can hear Nathaniel. I, was that you guys talking about me on the stream? Like, oh, no, you don't want to use your power up there and go early. Like, 560, 600 watts. Like, thanks for the tip now. <laughs> and I finished 20th out of my group between 60 and 20.
0: So, ideally, um you want to have a dig up the 10% hill, and then remember you've still got 400 metres at 2% to go. So you might want to dig up the hill to hang with a group and then just try to stay with your group for a little bit longer before you let the sprint out. You probably don't want to sprint from the moment you get over the ramp because you've still got a long way to go.
3: Let me amend that, James. You definitely don't want to sprint from the moment, unless you're Orjon. Yeah. Then you can. Feel free. Uh, but if, if your name's not origin, do not do that because you will just die.
0: Mm. And yep. then, then we're at the end of the lap. Um, and it, it's a really quick one this week. Um, I think the, the winning times are actually in the 18 minutes. So for the high end of B into A, you're probably not even going to set 20 minute power. Um, however, D's and C's... You will probably be looking at between probably 20 and 30 minutes, um, depending on where you are. Um, But it's definitely one of the shortest routes we'll have in the series, Um, which, talking of series, um, this takes us on to what we have over the course of the week. Um, So we have um, Harry ECI on Friday, that's today, um, Saturday and Sunday for the Winter Racing League. Um, And then we have our... um, women's only category racing series the herd she race which series three comes to an end this weekend on saturday and sunday with a two laps of countryside tour and that'll be a points race um, featuring fastest free segment points on the country sprint and the temple kom uh, with bonus points over the finish line depending on where you are in your category on Sunday and Monday, we have the Herd of Mountain Goats, which will be a um, a single lap of the Climber's Gambit course, which is a new course brought in by Zwift for the 2021 series of Zwift Academy. Um, that features the Titan's Grove KOM, the Watopia Reverse Sprint, and the Epic KOM Reverse as well. And that's the route, or rather the advanced route, that you'll do for both your baseline and final um, ride on Social Academy 2021. Um, On Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, um, we have the Stampede, which is our no-draft individual time trial event, Um, and that will be three laps of the Innsbruck ring, featuring three times up the leg snapper. And finally, on Wednesday and Thursday, we have Bullseye, um, which is our points race, which gives you first uh, first across-the-line points Each lap, um, excluding the lead-in, with double points available on the final lap. And this week it is eight laps of the LaGuardia Loop forwards. Chaps, any favourites in there?
1: I'd be super interested to see a race on that Climber's Gambit course. I think that would be super interesting.
3: To to see it, but not to do it, right? (laughs) So well, Yeah. <laughs> you had yeah. me a Titan like a few Titan sprints and all in for any sprints, and uh, then you threw the word epic in there, and, and that's where I tapped out. So I'll watch it.
0: I quite enjoyed um, doing in Swift Academy, where I got to do like about 1.5 between each of the climbs and the sprints, but that at race pace is going to be tough.
3: That's the longer one for the baseline ride, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. did the
0: shorter one. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's what would be interesting about it, right, is whether or not, like, the maybe higher top-line watt, bigger people could, you know, crack some lighter folks off and then, you know, make a group out front and then do the chase for the 20 minutes up the KLM. Like, that, I think that's the dynamic. Hmm. Is that... that how? Uh, how's
3: the Sherry's numbers been since... Um with the kickoff of ZRL
0: James, any? Um, So we haven't had any deterioration. So so we we moved um, Shiroos from Tuesday to the weekend for this series. Um, And that helps with numbers a little bit. Um, There hasn't yet been any knockoff of numbers because of ZRL, but I suspect we'll probably see that this weekend. Um, But hopefully as more people move indoors over the winter, Um, hopefully those numbers will pick up again as well. It's a series that I think is important to Zwift, um, not specifically Zwift themselves because they don't really care. Um, But um, I I think it's very important to have a a um, women's-only racing series. And whilst there are others around, um, we've had some really good attempts in this one. I'd be very glad to see that continue. So hopefully, um, as we see... um, one won't come indoors from um their um outdoor racing series over the course of the summer um hopefully numbers will start to pick up again but um i think i think country uh, i think countryside tour is also um, a very good race track for a points race um, brings in bike selection um depending on where you are in the pack do you want to risk a bike swap for um either a mountain bike or a gravel bike to try and maximize your points on on the temple KOM? um so it's an interesting one, and I'm, I'm very, very similar dilemmas to when we did um, Chain Chomper in the uh, Summer Racing League. So, see how that goes, and definitely no, looking it. forward to some feedback on that one. Yeah.
2: So, I definitely owe some uh, strategy notes to uh, some of the uh, my uh, Fishers and Antelope uh, teammates on that one. So, uh, good job on you picking a, a course that hasn't been done, James. <laughs>
0: So, I think that moves us on to our um, final segment. Um, What has Zwift done to annoy us this week? Chris Greenland.
3: Yeah, uh, I've been doing a lot of recovery rides with the pace partners, specifically the D-Level, Danny slash, I guess they renamed him Dax, Diesel now. And they have that fun game where the your your drops multiplier escalates the longer you're sitting with the pay spot. But then it only, hit, it goes up to 2.5 and then winds its way back down. And then you restart at, I think you restart at 1.0 after that. Oh, really? And it, yeah. So you get up to a point and then it just resets your clock. Like you haven't been there all along. Uh, and you're just starting from square one, which, yeah, I mean, my- in the grand scheme of thing, it's not a problem, right? But. It's, it was just mildly frustrating. It'd be fun to see something like almost like the Alp prize wheel where if they don't want it just chunking out two point five and see inflation and drops currency, they could make a game out of it. But I guess that that probably thought somewhere behind rowing
2: mm-hmm.
3: and in front of sorting out W T R L Zwift and list hierarchy of needs. But mildly frustrating. That's that was my thing this week.
0: It just sounds very non-intuitive. But, um, it would want you to stick with the pace partner as long as you possibly can to get to 2.5 times drops, and then it just kicks them all out. It, that does sound doffed. Um
1: How about you, Brent? So, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been doing the uh, erg mode for Zwift Academy, which I think is pretty normal for a lot of people for the workouts, and workout two was absolutely broken. Like, it, uh, uh my... Threshold target or the first segment, or whatever, is supposed to be like 485 watts, and my gave me no resistance. And then I went to the next segment, and it was so hard I couldn't even pedal the bike. It like hmm. just stopped it, and so I had to turn off erg mode and finish the workout. Um, yeah, that was very annoying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I personally didn't have similar problems when doing workout two and um, workout three is also very enjoyable um i bet you can't wait um
1: oh i did workout three but i did it yesterday and after the first set i turned it down to 95 percent for the second one 90 for the third one because i was like (laughs) after the first one i was like i wouldn't be able to get back on my bike tomorrow after doing three of those Mm, yeah no you can avoid avoid
3: all these frustrations by not doing
0: workouts (laughs) (laughs) um I, i did that one yesterday as well and um I, I did do it 100%, but it, it was quite painful. Um, but, yeah, no, um, so I, I I personally haven't had problems with Erg Mode other than the fact that I, I hate Erg Mode with a passion because, like, you, you're going along at doing 250 watts on like in a race and it feels, oh, yeah, this is actually okay. But you do 250 watts in Erg Mode and it feels like the hardest thing in the entire history of the earth. Um <laughs> but I have heard of other people who've had similar bothers with with Erg, um, China-dependent. Craig, anything from you?
2: Not too much, really. In fact, I've, uh, I think, and knock on wood, but uh, I I think that I have uh, sorted out my uh, my dropout problems. So I did some some network troubleshooting, um, found some things and uh, reconfigured to to force to, to force some devices onto five megahertz that were on two point four. I think I quieted down the two point four megahertz band in my uh, in my trainer area, and uh, things seem to be working pretty good.
1: Uh, good
0: news. And um, whatever you do. Do not tell the guys over at RGT that despite the fact that your wireless network was absolutely fine, you have done some tweaks to make it better. And
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> um,
0: in terms of me, um, I, I don't think Zwift has done anything particular to annoy me other than the fact I've got a sore back, a sore neck, and two sore knees. Um, but I'm fairly certain they are all self-inflicted by spending too much time on Zwift and doing... Too many races and um, a workout as well that was sheer death. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think um, Zwift has done anything in particular to me that I haven't already done to myself. Um, so I, I think Zwift got away this week. But we will see what happens next week. Um, actually, while we're on it, um, let, 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 let's, seeing as we're talking about what Zwift has done to us, can we just say that
2: four laps
0: to of Tour of at Well on a Zwift, ra- Zwift Racing League event is going to be absolutely filthy and disgusting.
2: Anticipating yeah. that, James. Uh, uh, I think that's going to be awesome.
0: Um, awesome <laughs> is one way of describing it. Filthy and disgusting is the other. And, oh, my God, my knees are going to hurt so much I might chop
2: them off. So, James, remember that uh, I... So I loved the cobbled climbs and did very well on it. Mm-hmm. I I like Big Foothills. Um, repeated efforts with recovery is kind of my thing, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm going to be able to do pretty well on that one.
0: So I I love repeated efforts with recovery. Um, big Foothills is probably my favorite route on Zwift. Um, there is big efforts with recovery, and there is big efforts with recovery. Bigfoot Hills, you have five ten minutes between efforts. In Harriger, you have one to two minutes between efforts, because realistically, you've got what could be considered to be probably free free KOMs in in the space of a lap, even though only one of them counts.
2: Yeah, so I guess I'm I'm looking at it this the same way as uh, what normally happens in our HSRL races, right? So the first time up that uh, the long five percent drag is really hard.
0: You don't, but, do, you don't do it. It's the other way round. Um, oh, so it's the other way round. So basically, right. within ninety seconds, you hit um, Yorkshire Com reverse. And yes. After you do Yorkshire Com reverse, you go down the hill, and and then the lovely bit if you were going the other way round, where you get to coast down that lovely downhill towards the start of the Com. You go up that um, for probably two three minutes. around about seven eight percent and once you've got over that you've got pot bank wall which maxes at 22 and that takes a lot longer to go up than you think and once you've done that you think oh i've got a lovely downhill to the finish line and then you remember there's a big dip in the middle of that downhill so you've got another one (laughs) or two minutes climbing at seven percent so basically you've got four I'm going to call them significant efforts just because of a gradient. Um, You've got four significant um, efforts over the course of a lap, which is only 10 kilometers long.
2: Yep, it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, so James, remember that I have been campaigning for you to use uh, the uh, Pump Room 8 again.
0: Yep, I I, I have not forgotten, and that may well... um, appear in the summer. Um, I'm quite tempted to stick Actabon in again as well, but um, people get really angry with me. And then, then, if people get really angry with me, my watts get so much better. So that's every reason to do so. (laughs) So, um, note to all, if you want me to do really bad in races, be really, really nice to me, because then I get this warm, fuzzy feeling and I've suddenly forgotten how to sprint. Um, But if you want me to beat you in a race, just moan at me constantly it's a tried and tested method yeah it does work
3: all credit to Brian O'Connor for figuring that one out (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: I I think he figured that one out after I did uh, 13.2 for 15 seconds on the uh, bullseye race where I I had nothing other than one sprint
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make for some interesting dynamics where everyone is being so lovely to you like all week for HS everyone and all your bidet teammates are just going to rag on you know, on Sunday, Monday, your steamed <laughs> up Tuesday. <Jesus. laughs>
0: yeah, uh, to, to be fair, I, I I can't see the entire Facebook big Facebook group being really nice to me for best part of an entire week, at, at, whilst I am um, selecting really nasty routes. But um, we will certainly see how that one pans out. Um, and on that bombshell, um, unless we have anything further to dis- to discuss, I I think we are pretty much done. So. I will say goodnight. Um, With any luck, this has recorded and you'll be able to listen to us ramble. Um, And if not, um, we'll try again next week. But um, if it has worked, um, we'll see, um, see you again next week. Thanks very much. Goodnight.